Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. With e-commerce off the charts, many small and growing warehouses are asking, how can I get ahead when my warehouse is barely keeping up? The answer is future-ready warehouse tech from Zebra Technologies. Warehouses can simplify and upgrade all processes, from automated inventory management to hands-free picking with Zebra's tailored, scalable mobile solutions. They're simple and intuitive. There's never been a better time to upgrade for success with Zebra. How can your warehouse get ahead? The answer's in black and white. Get the answers at zebra.com slash the answer. That's zebra.com slash the answer. Fulfillment demand continues to skyrocket and outpace available labor. To keep up, warehouse operators are turning to flexible fulfillment solutions like Six River Systems. Utilizing Six River Systems' award-winning combination of collaborative robots, artificial intelligence, and operational expertise will make your associates and wall-to-wall fulfillment workflow more efficient. No new infrastructure, no change to warehouse layout, easy to deploy and scale, easy to train and retain associates, all at half the cost of traditional automation. Want to take your fulfillment operation to the next level? Go to www.sixriver.com to learn more. That's www.sixriver.com to learn more. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast, bringing you a new episode today. On today's episode, I am joined by A.K. Schultz. He is the co-founder and CEO at SVT Robotics, and he's going to talk to us about SVT, what it is that they do, and he's also going to talk to us about the SoftBot platform, uh, which is up for MHI Innovation Award at Promant DX, which is where we're recording this technically in a virtual sense this year. Definitely missing the in-person, but he's going to tell us about that and, and the uniqueness of that solution and really what it's doing for the industry as a whole. Uh, so AK, welcome to the show. How are you? Um, outstanding. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Outstanding is incredible. I'm happy to hear that you're doing outstanding. So why don't you tell us a little bit about SVT and what it is that you guys do? Yeah, I mean, a little bit of the origin story. Mike and I, uh, my co-founder, we started in the robotics industry and automation space, have deployed you know nearly a billion dollars worth of robotics between the two of us. And, mm-hmm. and, and well, not just robotic, but automation. And working with really, really large companies, some of the biggest companies that you've heard of. Mm-hmm. And what we what we saw was a, a building problem of inability to write all the software code necessary to deploy mm-hmm. all the machinery. And right now, what we're seeing is the bottleneck in the industry has nothing to do with making machines. It's everything to do with writing software code mm-hmm. and making software code that is non-brittle, 
that can actually be upgraded later. So we we noticed that there was no platform available to do that. Mm. And so we set out to build uh, a standard for interoperability, which is a really boring word. But it, it basically, <laughs> if I make a crude analogy, it's like building the USB mm. protocol for robotics, except for allowing robots to talk to enterprise systems and to each other mm. without creating this uh, Jenga tower of code every single time you deploy a project. Right, interesting. I think it's definitely a, a noble cause and something that certainly, you know, I saw as kind of an issue too as well, you know, a while back is like, you know, we're getting all these different automations and robotic solutions, but at some point, you know, there's operations that are going to need one from one company and one from another company to really make their operation whole because, you know, these the robotics companies, most of them are, are just focused on one type of uh, problem that they're trying to solve so so a really interesting idea of how how you've gone about this so so this is the the softbot platform correct correct right so yep. tell, tell us a little bit more about that and exactly how how it works and kind of the overall breadth that it, it covers in terms of solutions yeah so the softbot platform really encompasses three major products mm-hmm. within it uh, one is the SD, the software development kit and runtime. Mm-hmm. One is the uh, Softbot Studio. And one is the store, mm-hmm. the Softbot store. And we talk about the runtime, right? So the runtime is again really something that's really boring, but it's the place where all the magic happens. Right. And it's where it's the system that deploys into a customer site. It's a system that can operate in the cloud. It can operate on prem or in mm-hmm. a private cloud, so it doesn't really care. It's also operating system agnostic which means that all different types of automation and enterprise systems can communicate regardless of where they live. The SDK is a, essentially what we did was we took all the domain knowledge that Mike and the rest of my team had and effectively put in, encapsulate all that knowledge inside the, inside the domain layer. Mm. That way we could write softbot super quick, right? Super quickly. And so the next question is what is a softbot? Yeah. Well, there's softbots <laughs> are little micro uh, micro programs called microservices, mm. and what we what we saw is that everyone was trying to build everything in a very monolithic way. And the way we saw it is we wanted to build things from the molecules up, mm. and the softbots are really tiny services that you can assemble into more complex services. And this is all in the software development kit. And right now, our current our ability to make connectors and and softbots into robotics is mm. under 60 man hours. Mm. And that's with engineers who have never been in the industry before, right? So this is the power of how how well Mike has architected the SDK. And then finally, Softbot Studio, well, not finally, but so- the Softbot Studio is the development environment that engineers can use. And we our target user was industrial engineers. Mm. And we wanted industrial engineers who understood the problem statement at a customer site to be able to assemble these micro programs from all the code that had been built before, right? And and it allows them to build apps. It allows them to deploy it, deploy them. It allow it walks them through how it how to deploy. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a total push process that brings the difficulty level down enormously, right? Mm-hmm. And so. Our goal was to bring deployment down from 12 to 18 months down to 12 to 18 weeks wow. or even less. 
And right now we are achieving that goal consistently. And we are also even for customers that for projects where we've done the deployment before, mm-hmm. it can be done even faster than that. Like in the, in the ProMat demo, you see they yeah. literally deploy robots in minutes. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like 10 minutes, right? And that's because everything is pre-plumbed and we've productized this. Mm-hmm. And there's simply no way to do this on a project-by-project basis because every client is different. Right. And by creating this abstraction layer, it enables us to solve that age-old problem that no one's been able to unlock. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's very interesting. And, you know, referencing the, the promo video, which we'll definitely put on the website too, is... is you know, it, it's like a, a drag and drop once it's set up. Basically, it's, it's, it looks so easy. I mean, it's hard to believe that you guys have been able to to simplify it to to that to that scale. But I think it, it's much was much needed. I guess not needed now because you guys have done it. So, you know, it, it's really interesting. And so, when you talk about the the connector itself, mm-hmm. tell, what what is that exactly? Tell, tell us about that. Yeah, there's two types of softbots. One's mm-hmm. a softbot connector and one's a softbot feature. Mm-hmm. The connector is really, to a crude analogy, is a device driver, right? Okay. And what we do is no matter what kind of automation it is, we mm-hmm. convert the the transactions that they're sending us into a common, a, pro, a common essentially canonical model or mm-hmm. a common language such that a forklift communicating its transport moves is no different than an automated mobile robot, mm. right? Or autonomous mobile robot. Because frankly, the telemetry that a forklift requires and a AMR requires is the same. There's mm-hmm. no difference. Tell me where to go. Tell me where to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, so same goes for human pickers and robot pickers, right? And so by creating this common mental model, we're mm-hmm. able to simplify how everything communicates bring all the data into a common uh, a data source and suddenly we're able to then use softbot features to take that data, synthesize it and create outcomes between disparate systems mm. that we couldn't do before. Or if we did it, we did it in a very difficult way with custom code that was going to be throwaway for the next site. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's really an innovative thing. And I'm curious, you know, what the, what has been the reception from the robotics companies themselves? Are they because I'm imagining to in order to get this to work with with multiple different companies, you've had to collaborate with them in some way. So, so how has that reception been? Yeah, I mean, it's been fantastic. We took all of last year to really expand the portfolio, and mm-hmm. you know, because we're product oriented, we went out and said, well we don't care if there's an active project. We'll just go ahead and build mm. the, the connector ahead yeah. of a project. That way, when an opportunity comes up, it'll be that much faster. Right. And mm. so we just added a, a bunch of companies in the portfolio. We have a lot of great partners. I'm trying to remember how many are on to date, but it's, it, it gets bigger every month. I think it's something like 50 different technologies that can be deployed. Mm. And, uh, and right now, we're at in the field right now. I want to say we're well over 20 technologies deployed out in the field. Mm. Some of them use multiple times. So I think the success is, is building. And as we add more companies to the portfolio, to our partner portfolio, it creates more mass and is drawing more in customers and, 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 and it, as well as integrators. And now a quick break to hear from our sponsor, Supply Chain Mavens. 
past year has been full of fascinating and complex supply chain news. From shortages and forecasting challenges, to issues with COVID-19 test components, to the never-before-seen speed to market of the vaccine. In the past year, logistics and supply chain professionals like you have been nothing short of miracle workers. Supply Chain Mavens helps your team to continuously improve by developing tailored training solutions to enhance your team's competencies so they can successfully work across all aspects of supply chain. They offer exam preparation for the coveted APIX certified in logistics, transportation, and distribution designation, as well as education and topics across the supply chain. Visit them at supplychainmavens.net slash new warehouse to learn how they can help you advance your team's performance. That's supplychainmavens.net slash new warehouse. Now back to the show. Yeah, definitely. And I think it would be, you know, if I'm a robotics company, I'm thinking from my perspective that it's 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 beneficial to me, right? Because now I can be used in maybe more more use cases or more setups than prior before that maybe I could not integrate with some other automation solution. So, I mean, has that been kind of the the feedback that you're you're getting from these companies? Yeah, I mean, so I have the good fortune of knowing a lot of investors in the community and that are, they're mm. board members on a lot of these robot companies, okay. right? Yeah. And they tell me that the number one problem that companies have once they start selling mm. is scaling up integration. Mm. It's their, it's the bane of their existence and the bane of their growth strategy. And frankly, if you think about what we do, when we build an enterprise connector, mm. any robot can act, be accessed mm. by that nearly instantly. And conversely, is when we build a connector to a robot company, they're able to instantly communicate to anyone else, right? And so let's let's take a use case that's kind of out there, right? So let's say you have a drone that goes and takes, uh, uses camera systems to do inventory checks and interprets camera images to do that. Well, it still needs access to, to inventory data, right? Mm-hmm. So... In order for that drone to, to do its job, it needs to write an interface to a warehouse management software, which can cost $200,000, right? Mm. And it probably exceeds the cost of the drones. The ROI plummets to nothing. And that means there's no business case, right? right? However, when the drone company connects to us, it literally can subscribe to the data that is flowing through the system, mm. the inventory data, capture it offboard it for its use and do its job without ever having a direct interface to the WMS, mm. nor do they have to maintain the changes as the WMS upgrades. They don't have to change their code because yeah. it's completely decoupled. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so, I mean, in a sense, it sounds like you're, you're allowing a lot of these businesses to actually have a chance at, at really succeeding in more than just, you know, some of the big players. It's kind of expanding to and increasing the, access for for smaller companies too because it sounds like the overall implementation cost is going to be is going to be lower so i'm curious you know with the company that's looking you know to do automation and maybe you know look at more than one solution to accomplish what they need what what happens if they there's a solution that maybe they think they need but it's not on your platform yet is that something like they can request of you how does that work absolutely i mean this happens quite a bit for us. Like mm-hmm. if uh, a lot of times they're already on our target roadmap, we just advance it onto the roadmap. Mm. Generally, it takes about 12 to 18 weeks, 
depending on how many connectors we're building, you know, in, in that current release schedule. Right. But it we can we can bang it out really fast. In fact, we did a project where the customer the the, the goal was to deploy four different robot systems mm-hmm. in a mixed fleet environment to a WMS, and they wanted it done in a time frame where the first one rolled out in twelve weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And that's a pretty tall order, especially when all these vehicles are going to be operating in the same space, right? Yeah. And we did it. We we executed that deployment. Mm. And but the customer wanted to change out the picking technology, so the the user interface to direct the picker. Mm. And so they said, "Well, what if we would change to this technology?" We said, "That's fine. Send us the API." And we we actually finished the connector before the f- shipment of the headsets got there, mm. and really could deploy as soon as they essentially as soon as their operations wanted to, we can make the cutover. And by the way, when we did that, there were zero code changes to the mobile robot and zero code changes to the WMS. Wow, wow, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, I mean, I think that you know it's kind of it even addresses that that fear of implementation too because that's you know whenever you say like oh we're going to implement or something you know i think people in the, the warehousing space they want to run the other way because it's it's such a intensive crazy thing but it sounds like you guys are making it really that much easier like you said like you know it, it kind of almost sounded like it's, it was plug and play for essentially yeah yeah i mean it's one of these things that says that sound we've we've our job is to make things simple for our end customers. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's a simple problem. In fact, it's an insanely complex problem <laughs> yeah. that has taken millions of dollars to yeah. actually get to this point. Mm-hmm. But we believe that the outcome has been fantastic, and it all lies in the architecture. We spent a lot of time architecting this in a very thoughtful way before mm-hmm. we ever sold one unit. Definitely, yeah, yeah, and I can definitely see the thoughtfulness in it, and it's huge i think i think it's going to push the the market further so so how do you think you know overall you know how do you think that this changes the market itself and how does it kind of help to push companies into the future and kind of adopt automation even more i mean there's always a i'd say a fear of platforms like this right but if you look at at what what these types of technologies have done for other industries, like what Bluetooth did for wearables, USB mm-hmm. did for, for peripherals, it transformed and, and launched entire industries in an explosive way. Mm-hmm. We think it's, it's going to defriction adoption, and that's our entire goal. Like We have robotics in our name because we believe that robotics now is software, not hardware, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't, but we don't make any machines. We don't make any enterprise software. Our sole focus is to defriction the connectivity process. Mm. That's all we do. And the the one that, you know, the biggest example no one really thinks about anymore is think about what the standardization of voltage in the plug mm. did for the appliance industry. Right. Like so yeah, I mean, everyone was afraid that they would have you know, they would not be able to protect their technology because, you know, they had their own standard. But the moment everyone said, this is how, how we're going to do it, boom. Next thing you know, we got vacuums and blunders, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the, the pace. That's what enables innovation to happen is the standardization. And that's what we want to bring to the industry. Mm. Definitely. And it sounds like you guys are bringing it. I mean, it, it's really very cool platform. And, you know, watching the demo video, I mean, it's it. Like I said, it, it so seems so simple and easy to kind of set up what the 
automation plan is going to look like and how it's going to flow and it's really incredible and i you know i appreciate what you guys are doing for the industry so you know if people want to find out more information about svt robotics and, and the softbot platform how how can they do that so you go to to svtrobotics.com and if you register check out the demo on the website and register we'll reach out to you and talk to you we'd love to and that and that's not just for robotics companies or inducers. We also we have integrators on the platform because at the end of the day, we don't want to be an integrator either. We want to give the tool set to integrators as well. So any one of those parties, feel free to to contact us. All right. Sounds great. And we'll put that information on the newwarehouse.com as well. So AK, I wanna thank you for your time and thank you for coming on the show today. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from the New Warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for the New Warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.